Hey friend, welcome to Spill It with Rios. Whether it is morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world listening in, we are all about keeping it real. My name is Nerissa, and I'm so excited that you are here. I want to take you on this journey where we sit down and talk about tips on how to achieve your goals while living in the moment and taking those tools to strive forward. So without further ado, let's dive right into it. Hi guys, happy Saturday. We're gonna switch it up a bit because I know when you're listening to this episode, it is December 24th, as crazy as that sounds. Can you believe that not only we are in the Christmas season, but we're also nearing the end of 2022. It's crazy, right? Like, can you just think about that we're in the end of 2022 i just feel like this year was just a complete blur i feel like we've been bombarded by signs of the holiday season since early november but i kind of want to say late october because i started seeing christmas decorations um in like before halloween even began it's like literally we went from turkeys and menorahs to now santa claus and christmas tunes in every store and on every radio station until I think we, I think the Three Kings Day. I said we Three Kings. That's the song. Three Kings Day is normally when at least um, some people would take down decorations and you don't hear the songs as much. But if you're like me and you're listening to this episode, you know specifically for this topic, you're like me and from a blended family, the seasonal trappings and craziness can happen add a whole new level of stress whether it's formed from a divorce or separation or just um whatever it is blended families like we all know create a more widened web of extended family relationships to be considered at celebration times which then magnifies or grows the complexities of the of the holiday experience like all year round that leads up to Christmas. I feel like Christmas is that holiday where blended families are tested. I take too much time, but I do want to give out some ideas on embracing the craziness and navigating um, your way around the holidays as a blended family. One tip, and I actually went through this, is basically to soften your expectations. So releasing expectations on of how the celebration should go will kind of help foster a more helpful mindset. Um, we all know expectations are insidious. They creep in under that little radar of our awareness, forming little sharp eds around our emotions saying, hey, hey, like it's, it's, a, it's a nuisance. And then they poke others when they are not meant to. So in advance of the holiday season and continuing as it goes on in a blended family, you should check in with yourself about your expectations, how you're going to be holding them, and try to let some of those nuisances go. Just let it go. A big tip in the holiday season is to initiate that communication. Ask everyone in the family to weigh in on how to celebrate. So like for me, it's basically myself, my husband, and my three stepkids. Because, you know, Wendelin would just be tagging along (laughs) for the most part until she learns how to talk. 
but gaining insight into what the others in your blended family would like to do for the holiday season might help release expectations actually. Maybe your kids or your stepchildren don't really care as much about the things you thought were important. They're proud, like, so they could be kind of more go with the flow, let's roll with it, versus you might be thinking, oh, they might want to do this, let's go to point A or point B or point C or point Z. Or maybe they'll also have suggestions of how to balance time with all the different families. So for us, um, Christmas and Christmas Eve are 50-50. So obviously, they to spend time with family, they spend time with us on one of the days. And then they get to spend time on their on the bio mom side as well. So everyone has that family. Um, right, Wendelin? I know. Has that family get-together. I feel that also communication between partners is very important because you guys set the tone for both mom and dad or partner and partner set the tone for the kids. So when you set the tone for the kids and have that open communication saying like, hey, do you want to do this? Or hey, we're going to do this. It takes away any stress or anxiety that should not have been there in the first place. So everyone can just be calm and collected in the end. segues my into putting the kids first so in a way it's one way to communicate with your partner but also it's more so you want the kids to enjoy the holiday celebrations um in a way that matters but you must follow it up by prioritizing their preferences if they conflict with yours so this doesn't mean that like you should do everything they want to do no you want to hear what they want to say that's one thing communicating with them and if you and your partner can do like say for example let's take a picture with Santa or go breakfast with Santa or something like that if you can do it great if not there's always a way to balance it out in a way to build the trust with the kids but also build have them build that understanding saying oh we can do this but we can also do this option instead it's that open communication where the kids will feel like they're put first but also it's allowing them to choose and build that trust. Number 4. I think we're on number 4 if I'm not mistaken. If not the next tip <laughs> that I want to touch base on a little bit is to include yourself. Um I'm not just speaking to the step parents. I'm also speaking to the bio parents that could be listening in. Putting the kids first also doesn't mean ignoring your adult adult needs altogether. The holiday season is plenty, it's long, so make time in the calendar for something that brings joy for you, brings you peace, or connects you to your tr- any traditions that you want to do. Like, for example, my husband and I love to find new movies, or we like to find new places that we can just walk around and pretend that we're just dating again it's literally it's the little things and as you nurture yourself you're also providing a healthy model for your children and your stepkids to witness i just want to take a moment in that because like i said i've said this from a previous episode where if you put yourself first and you love yourself first that love will gravitate to everyone else in your family, to your partner and to your kids and your stepkids. Which is why I say for this, you want to include yourself so that you are connected not only with yourself, but with your partner and your children, all of them.
bio children, step children. Because when you first get that connection, and that not only solidifies with your husband or your wife or your boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, partner, um, it also allows the kids to see that, okay, my parental figures, mom and dad, mom and stepdad, or stepdad and mom, or dad and stepmom, I should say, um, they're enjoying themselves. So I want to enjoy myself too. If they can enjoy themselves by like anything simple or if it happens to be extravagant, whatever, or anything in between, the kids see you happy and enjoying yourselves, which will then internally get them happy in a way. Make space for emotions. Now, I know this one's a little bit hard because loss and change are basically inherent to any blended family, whether it's there's a, a death in the family or the end of a marriage. As with any loss, feelings of grief are likely to recur around holiday times, which serve as basically like a yearly reminder of how things used to be. So you, it's hard, but you want to accept that painful emotion occurring, but they and they may appear as angry outbursts or cold, silent treatments over something unrelated. But noticing the fan, noticing and naming feelings allows them to flow rather than explode and escalate, which leads me to basically scheduling downtime. This ties into making space for emotions because emotions can crescendo and build up. But you can also use that time to, your downtime, to make that space. You allow space in the calendar for you to rest and recharge. (laughs) While spending time with all sides of the blended family is important, creating new memories as a unit is what makes this more beautiful in the holiday season. And they can be very simple like gathering for a movie night, or even taking walks at a new place together. New traditions will eventually emerge organically over time. So, for example, my husband, myself, and my four kids, we always, I don't think, we didn't do it this year, but we always tend to do, like, a fun Christmas list. We like to write down what we want from Santa, um, and... We would kind of, you know, the kids would just give it to us and my husband and I would give ours to each other. Um, That's one little tradition that um, we're trying to get back up, but it's a really little cute tradition. Another tradition that I know I've done and I know we're going to be starting with Wendelin is to basically see santa when he drives by in our neighborhood it's not one of those it may not one of those fancy santa photos that you see like at the mall or at one of those um i guess like a local farm if you're any in the rural suburbs area but it's like it's so cool to see the community get involved in the holiday season and it was so wonderful to see wendelin see santa in the flesh for her and she's not even one years old yet at the recording of this podcast and it's it's it was so much joy to see and just creating these new memories not only with like my like with my husband and myself but also with our four children and lastly I do want to emphasize this but this is the last tip because though I said it in the beginning 
after the holidays have passed, it is important to continue the communication. Meaning, ask everyone, ask the kids what they enjoyed, what they thought worked well, what was hard, what, and invite any input about future celebrations. Because bringing up the conversations helps bring it up at different times in the year. So like, say for example, you're in July of 2023 and say, oh, we're halfway through the year. Um, let's touch base a little bit. What do you guys want to do for Christmas? Because right now it's Christmas in July. It may be easier that way because discussing new ideas um, in different times, um, it just gets easier as when the holidays are not immediately close yet. You know what I mean? I know this episode is not as deep or in-depth or even intense compared to the past few weeks. I know this is, I believe, episode 8, and I wanted to kind of make this a little more chill and kind of more like, hey, this is your reminder, because the holiday season is a lot. And I know right now as you're listening to this, whether it's on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, or during the week that leads up to the new year, I just want us to remind you because we all need that um we all need that reminder to basically say like you know um tell ourselves that everything will be fine and everything always works itself out so i just wanted to tell you that my friend but wherever you are in the world today listening into this podcast i just wanted to genuinely and sincerely wish you all a merry christmas for those that celebrate Happy Hanukkah and Happy Kwanzaa for those that celebrate that. And Happy Holidays to those around the world. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for always supporting Spill It With Reels. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend. Or share the episode on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting the message out. I'm humbled and grateful to be on this journey with you. So until next time, I'll talk to you again soon.